Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, holistic health. All right, everybody, welcome to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am here with our faithful producer, Mr. Jimmy Seleski. How are you, buddy? Doing well. Nobody can see me waving, but I'm waving through the mics. Yes, you are. Uh, Speaking of waving through the mics, if people want to participate in the confessional, what do they do, Jimmy? Yes, uh, if you'd like to submit your own confessionals, uh, you can find us on facebook.com slash confessionalpodcast. You can also stream us everywhere. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. That's your podcast app. If you have an iPhone, that is your podcast yes. app. Um, Google Play. Everything that you can find stuff on, we're there, Confessional Podcast. Yes, and Jimmy, you have a podcast as well? Yes, I do. It's called Live from the Studio. I do that with comedian Eric Glazer, Baltimore guy. And uh, you can follow us on everything as well, Spotify. It's LFTS Podcast. Awesome. Everything. Now, Jimmy, yes. we have a very special guest co-host today. Yes, we do. This woman is one of my best friends. Yes. We've done so much cool stuff together. Mm-hmm. We play in a band called The Lost together. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Please welcome to the show, Izzy Ariza. Yay, How's it going, guys? Izzy? Last time I thanks saw you, you were getting me. in a fist fight in Dunkin' Donuts earlier this morning. So that <laughs> oh, was, yeah. I heard you had a little bit that. of drama hey, in Dunkin'. very zen. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you, you held on to your... Uh, you can't lose your, your stuff on, on Zen Day here on the confessional, right? Yeah. I was pretty chilled. It wasn't I'm just, I though? I'm just kidding. He yeah, was, no, he, she told me there was he a He was messing uh, with me, but they did. They got my order wrong. They right. also gave me and some other people some wrong things. But like that's nothing to get upset about. Sure. I mean, this is see, sure. this is people years make of, mistakes. Yeah, exactly. We all screw up. You said they, they she kind of wouldn't take responsibility for it. Correct. But you know what I do in that situation, or at least I try to do. I don't really do. I try to remember. I've done stupid stuff like that plenty of times in my life, oh, yeah. you know? And there's been times when I'm selfish and I don't want to take the blame, so... I mean, I get it. I tried to squash the beef immediately. Sure. I was like, it's sure. not a big deal. It's right. just I want what I asked for. And so, also the service industry, they're definitely under-resourced and scatterbrained and lots of expectations Absolutely. are there. Yeah, that, that work is tough, man. People want their coffee the way they want yeah. it and you're also somewhere else yeah. because if you're in the service industry, you're right. probably like, yeah, like an artist or mm-hmm. an mm-hmm. artist. <laughs> <laughs> or a Dunkin' Donuts employee. <laughs> yeah, either one. Yeah, no, I'm actually, the I'm just doing this art stuff waiter. until I can earn a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so uh, Izzy, Subway sandwich artist yeah, certificate. Absolutely. Sure. Um, what are we discussing today, Izzy? Well, it sounds like we're discussing holistic health, which is like totally up my alley. So I'm right. really excited to absolutely. Jump in we wanted to have great. you come co-host on this one. We Aww. wanted you for a while. We thought you'd be perfect. And our yeah. guest today, Izzy, this woman is a very creative, interesting person. She did stand-up comedy there for a while. She's always putting really inspirational quotes on on Instagram, and not bad ones, good ones that I'm into. You I'm know, into self. I need to add this girl in, in the in the world that is inspirational quotes on the internet, of which there are many. You gotta you gotta have real talent to stand out, and I feel like Mara's really stand out. Oh, cool! So please welcome to the show, Mara Murray. Woo! How are you, welcome. Mara? Hi, I'm so touched to be here. Who's Murray? That's not your last name? No. What is it? It could be Murray now. What's your last name? Uh, Pierce. Like, you pierce your ear. Why did I think it was Easy Murray? Mix up. I don't know. All right. This is called an edit to come. <laughs> Please welcome to the show a woman I know so well. <laughs> feel like she's a sister to me. <laughs> Maura Pierce. Welcome. Oh, oh, my God. Thank you so much. How are you doing, Maura Pierce? I am all together very well. Yeah. I'm very excited. That's awesome. To be here in your lovely home. Oh, I don't live here. She but. also sounds them. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. She really does. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What's uh, what's your whole Zen deal going on here? Zen deal. Yeah. All right. Well, I I guess I'm here to promote my business in the future. Right now, I don't really do anything of what I do for money. I'm just 
a fool on the internet, really. Sure, nothing wrong with that. Um, but um, okay, here's some background. I've been in and out of college. I'm in college again now. But I, where do you go to college, Micah? No, I I model at Micah. Okay. I uh, go to CCBC right now just because it's. Right, right. It makes so much yeah, sense. Yeah, I went to BCCC. Why I doesn't everybody it. go to go community, community college? college. First? I don't don't know. tell we me about your student loan teachers. debt if you didn't spend two, two years in community college. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say. I can still get Sorry. It, but. No, it's perfect. I'm glad we're promoting nice things right now. Yeah. You get university teachers. I mean, why the hell right. not? Yeah. And um, the teachers that are teaching at community college. They have options elsewhere, but they want to be right, where they are yeah. because of the quality of I had of some students. great ones. Uh, yeah, you get great quality teachers. Okay, so I dropped out um, uh, like four years ago, got my 200-hour registered uh, yoga trainer with Yoga Alliance. Nice. And then dropped back in, moved to the city. I was doing music and... Uh, just bouncing around, living with a bunch of different people. So basically, your life is welcome to the jungle. <laughs> welcome to the jungle. Yeah, then Baltimore is the wild Except fucking for with west. Zen. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, the, the city teaches you way more than it treats you. It really makes you tough. Oh yeah. And so it's strengthened my. No, I found sure. myself in the streets of Baltimore. So that was really where I, I, where I found my kind of enlightenment was just kind of throwing myself into the streets of Baltimore and letting it shape me when I was. Around your age, I think. You're pretty young, right? Yeah, I'm 23. Wow. Yeah, that's about how old I was. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you want to do in the future with your... Uh, you want to become a, a doctor, right? Doctor of Eastern Medicine. So I'm uh, getting my RN, then I'll be an NP. Uh, when I get my bachelor's, I'll get my master's at the same time, and then I'll get my... Uh, NP is nurse practitioner for those uh, who don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. And, and then um, uh, master's in doctor... It's It's a... Doctor of Eastern Medicine program, but it's uh, ultimately a master's program. But nice. in the meantime, I'm certified in acupressure. I'm in Whoa. an apprenticeship for uh, herbalism oh with uh, this great teacher named right. Ashley with Skyhouse Yoga. And yeah. she studied with uh, Matthew Wood, big time dude. Um, Cool. Uh, what else do I do? I'm a Reiki master. That's pretty cool. What's a Reiki Very master? Cool. Uh, I'm, only, I'm only to Reiki one. I never went above that. Well, um, I need to get <laughs> I need to get my two Reiki master one. Now. Come on. <laughs> I know. You can do it by just going going within and yeah. uh, medi- meditating on the intention. Yeah. It's just you my practice favorite, more. My favorite one is Reiki three, where he fights Mister T. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you actually for Reiki, you actually have to get certified by a Reiki master. Right. You can't like learn Reiki two from a Reiki two person. You have to literally go through. All right. of the steps and right. get yeah. okay. What is Reiki exactly? <clears throat> I would call it uh, the channeling from one human animal body to another, or it like a non animal thing or a non human animal loving kindness and awareness and wish for their love, and you sort of channel your own light to their chakras sometimes right. but really if you just maintain just the intention of right. love so like a spiritual wet willy basically yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly how, how i'm gonna right. describe it's it. definitely yeah. a type of body work that you can use just independently of anything mm-hmm. to like heal it's all about healing but it uses energy to heal right um so the reiki person who is giving reiki would be channeling energy like healing energy okay but you can use it so when i did massage therapy a long time ago i actually used Reiki while I was massaging, uh-huh. but not uh-huh. really. I didn't know I was doing it at the time, but then when I kind of really got more into Reiki and certified as a Reiki person, right. you can do it simultaneously with nice. other things. So there's like doctors or other types of right. practitioners that could use Reiki during sandwich artists or like tattoo artists. I know tattoo really? artists that do Reiki while really? they're tattooing. So it's Nurses, a could I be doing Reiki right now? Bus drivers, yes, you anytime, could. anywhere, to yourself, to other people. But wow. you're technically you supposed Reiki to, to this ask. juncture, uh, to a moment in time. Yeah, it, yeah, it's ethical to ask, but I, I don't think anyone would not want you to wish for their well-being. And right. that's like uh, some people use their hands and, and different hand right. placements on the body. Then you would ask. It's like a reverse voodoo doll. 
Yeah. But there's also you're long pins distance. out of them. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Absolutely. Yes. But the Reiki too Reiki would Master be when Mike you start to do it long on distance. The turntables. And I think that's when you're really supposed to ask. Because if you're in person, obviously you're going to know if sure. someone's coming to put their hands on you. But if you're doing it long distance, it's different than just a prayer or something like that. Right, like you right. are intentionally sending that kind of like powerful energy. Uh-huh. You should be kind of like asking them ethically right. first, I guess. Right. Like laser tag. Consent. Yeah. All right. So let us jump into a confession here. This is from Vet Ket, Washington, D.C. Rhymes. I put together healing playlists for clients to clear energy and trauma, releasing for health and success, oh. with the focus on healing the inner child and working through oh. emotional blocks. Oh, my That's goodness. Awesome. Mara cannot contain herself over I here. can't. It's so exciting. It's <laughs> really powerful work. <laughs> each ailment has an emotional component, and we work through these issues through sound meditation. Oh, love that's that. perfect. Yeah? What do you guys like about that? Oh, well, we are sounds, essentially. We, we operate in waves, and um, uh, any, anything that passes through our being, be it sound touch, uh, food scent, uh, the body remembers and jumps to that first association. So inner child work right. is the, uh, like, you go back to when you first felt something, it helps to heal the now because you can uh, say, I don't know, you took something from me and I have a bad relationship with that emotion because it happened to me when I was a kid. And so I, I can either act in the same way I did then or I can have like a deeper understanding, resolve that. And instead of bringing up all of my past hurt into the now moment, I can address it from kindness, compassion, like you are a completely different person. Mm. Like, um, it, like give you the compassion of maybe you just thought it was yours or you're borrowing it and not jumping to, you hurt yeah. me, fuck you. This is like, and then there's a blockage and a breakage and there's no more yeah. flow anymore. Yeah. Like it's a much more open heart relationship with the now when you heal inner child. And so that is just the work of all work. Cause like addiction specialists, especially they work on, um, healing childhood wounds. So you can be more present, Uh uh which is the most healing vibration. It's just nowness. It's just kind of stepping out. I was kind of, I was kind of watching something similar or relevant to what we're talking about now, but we tend to think when we see other people's actions, one of my favorite one of my favorite quotes is that <clears throat> we judge our we judge others by their actions and ourselves by our their intentions. intentions. Yeah, that's a powerful and, one. And I think that that's because, um, like, and I, I'm guilty of this all the time too. When I see somebody when when somebody says something or does something either to me or to someone else, and I I witness it, I think like, okay, what. For me to say that or for me to do that, what state of mind would I be in to do that? And so then I project that like, okay, well, that must mean that that was their intentions for saying that too. But I'm not necessarily, I'm not necessarily comprehending that like they're they're not the same as me. They're not thinking the same way as me. Different intentions for different people. Yeah. So I'm projecting like, well, for me to do that, I would have to be pissed off. Sure. But maybe that's just, maybe they meant something completely different by doing that, you know? And people judge me the same way. Like, I, I'm a very sarcastic person. So I feel like people are like, damn, did he just really say that? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I was just kidding. But right, like, yeah. they wouldn't kid like that. So then they don't, they think I'm being serious because they don't think like that. So it's like, just kind of giving people, you know, for the worst summation of all time, the benefit of the doubt. The benefit to understand of the... all is to forgive all. Sorry, my legs are asleep. I'm That's all right. From psychologist is I'm going to put my psychologist hat on and say I that. But a lot of people, because I used to be a very sarcastic person too, but sarca- sarcasm is sure really coming from a, from a place of like hurt. That's actually yeah. a place of hurt. Yeah, no I do. Offense. I do. It can be. You probably fun. have to heal your inner child. Is sarcasm child. always a bad thing? Sarcasm it's is not so bad. Named it's just from, a mechanism. Uh, right. The group called the Sarcastics. I heard from a Kundalini yoga practitioner in the Crusades. What? Who would go and take little razors at people and what? like is a form of torture. The, this is. What sarcasm? Death by a thousand cuts what or something kind of thing. I think it's the, I the think root it's of a, the word. That's what I heard from this one a, guy. It, I were, haven't invested. You look it up on the internet. Let's, I will. Let's see. Yeah, you're the internet person. I'm you going to. Know these I use. That sounds amazing. I definitely use sarcasm, and I thought about this too. My friend brought up. He's like, do you when you make jokes like that, like when you kind of make those like pointed jokes. Or is it because like you're you're mad at the, like are you contemptuous at the person you're talking to? 
But like, is it like, I sometimes think I'm like, when I say it's like something really sarcastic, is it me trying to prove a point, but veiling it in humor? Yeah. Could be. We don't That's, know. That's a defense I, I almost, mechanism. It's like, it's right. a way, it's a way, I always thought like, if I can make you laugh, I can make you listen. So instead of, instead of trying uh-huh. to fucking yell at you and take that approach, I can prove a point to you. It's useful Sugar for teaching. And make you laugh at the same time. It really time. Right. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very useful. Like my, I learn a lot from sarcastic professors, especially. Mm-hmm. Like um, my ballet teacher said, "This is your foot," and in uh, I forget the French name, "grab on ma," and then like, "This is your foot on crack." <laughs> like, <that kind> of <laughs> yeah, it's humorous. It's yeah, funny, but it was it was effective, and uh, like I will always remember that, and I'll think of it, you know, lovingly. Uh-huh. But the soul does feel sort of let down when there is something inauthentic around, and that's kind of what the sarcastic jab is because it's not the most loving thing. Sure. So mm-hmm. it's going to send that Fine vibration. Line. Yeah. But, it's with humor yeah. in general. It's but just like so... It's tragedy based. The line is it's just always such a subtle art to find that line. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wait, can I go back to the sound <coughs> thing? Because I love that you brought this up. First of all, that's so cool. Oh, yes. Um, but, okay, so my background now is um, my day job. I manage public mental health. At, right. Um, uh, but anyway, so... A little so place no in, one's heard of. Well, yeah, I didn't even <laughs> want to bring it up. But anyway, um, I had basically been in the psych field for a really long time. I've been in clinical research for a long time. And I actually met this woman in recent years because part of one of the studies that I uh, manage now, part of it has to do with sleep research. Right. So sleep on mm-hmm. aging and sleep on stress and things like that mm-hmm. and how they all relate um, and how that uh, um, relates to like long-term, lifelong outcomes. Right. Well, anyway, I was at a sleep and circadian rhythm conference, mm-hmm. and I met this woman who she was actually she had like her master's in music, and she was actually a professional opera singer. She nice. was amazing. But then she went back later in life at like sixty or late sixties or something to get her PhD mm-hmm. in essentially music medicine, but she was also trying to uh, develop an app. So. The research that uh, we, the population that we're studying right now, they've been involved in this study since 81 and they had to be at least 18 years old. So mm. they're all older and we're mm. actually looking at their lifelong outcomes now. Mm. Um, so a lot of people, as you can imagine, not everyone, it's a sample of the population, but we're trying to see what the in- incidence and prevalence of mental health issues were, you know, not only in Baltimore, but around um, America, mm. like five different cities it started with. And now Baltimore's the only one that carried on. But the reason I bring that up is because when you look at especially older people with like dementia or any kind of neurodegenerative disease, she's looking specifically at things that will help like certain types of music that will help stimulate their brain to slow or stop the progression of, you know, dementia or Alzheimer's. Um, and also, she actually pointed out to me, apparently this is a phenomenon that neuropsych- like neuroscientists know about, um, and they're researching further to actually like uh, support their their evidence. But um, I think it's Mozart 48 will actually mm. help people to come out of seizures faster. Really? Yeah. So talk about healing power because... Sound what about Mambo number five? <laughs> I mean, we should try it. Do you yeah. want to be part Anything of my study? Anything in the perfect fifth is super aligning. Yeah. Einstein did yeah. once say that Lou Bega captured the sounds of the universe. He really <laughs> did. <laughs> Lou Bega doesn't play dice with the universe. He doesn't. I'm going to play that for now. I'm going to come up with you want to see in the middle of the night and just start playing <laughs> random things and taking data. Yeah, no. you should. You should do like pop songs and stuff, like rock songs, the stuff people But I mean, about. those classical things are so, like, so music, like, if you think about, like, the evolution of the human brain or like right. a baby through adulthood, your brain forms, it starts with the brainstem and then mm. it kind of forms outwards. So when you have a neurodegenerative disease, like the last thing to develop is your prefrontal cortex. What develop last? And so when it starts to neurodegenerate, you start with that and then it kind of goes, but music is so innate. It's the deep, it's mm. so deep in your brain. Yeah. It's um, so, weird. so that's music what helps to like thing. stimulate it. So when you brought that up, I'm like, oh, <laughs> the healing power of music. Yes. It's so powerful. Right. Yeah. Sorry. What are your thoughts I on can, that? No, more? I can't get it. I'm a musician. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So how does, how does music kind of, kind of blend into your uh, healing? 
Well, it creates new neural pathways. Every time I new, learn a new song, it prevents things like dementia and Alzheimer's. So does dancing more than anything, more than rock climbing, playing sports, really? going See, to the gym. See, that's why mm-hmm. I need to get one of those headsets for the loss so I can dance because I really want to dance. Silent disco. And I've never really been able to do it sober, and I want to <laughs> do it. So that's the whole thing. Our band is supposed to be like dark rock, but then like people can dance to it. No, it's, I think it's I think well, it's not that it's not dark. That it's like dark. bright in some ways. Darkish. Yeah. But it's like electronic rock, and then it's like <laughs> yeah. dancey. I wouldn't say it's like. I mean, Happy it's, a, it's synthy. What's that? Oh, synthy. Would yeah. you play some? Um. Yeah. Come to our shows. We have shows coming. Okay. Up. We'll I want to see what chakras activated. <laughs> okay. When I hear your music. We're still kind of in our. Uh, uh, don't starting stage, but no, we're good. We're we're it's freaking good. We've got no. We're, I'm telling you, we're we are really good. Fun. People just don't know yet. I'm trying to push Mike too. Uh, I mean, we only know like three it. shows, and we've already gotten a lot of good responses. <gasps> I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. We should perform together sometime. Yeah. You write your own songs, right? Yeah. How many songs have you written? Uh, six. Nice. That's about Very where cool. we are. See, that's at, an too. honest answer. There's so many right. musicians who be like, dude, I'm, I don't even know. <laughs> well, let me like, see. So what I was going stuff. through my postmodern. Phase. A real musician goes, honestly, dude, I've written about yeah six songs. Right. Yeah. Really? And why not? I'm proud so of, many. Yeah. Izzy's written a lot. I've actually. played music too, yeah. and I've worked on recording it, and I've written a couple covers. I can say I've written them because I'm just. Such like a, a parody, interesting interpretation, no. like a weird owl, like yeah, parody artistic. where you, you <laughs> turn like, I've like, written lots of those, but I'm not you, gonna you make it about those. food, <laughs> you turn like, eat uh, it, eat it, okay. Yeah, girls <laughs> just want I actually did that with my niece in yeah. uh, Florida. We ma- remade the Lizzo song, I can't play it for you because I'm not gonna put my. <laughs> my niece on the internet like that but we made it we redid i think it was not truth or um good as hell she's like i'm not allowed to say that i have to say Aww. good as heck so we actually redid the entire song and i was That's like what awesome. do you want to make That's it the about, only thing they about pizza, good as heck. <laughs> about pizza? Well, well because weird out did a pizza song already yeah so there's uh, no point well no but it was about You're making doomed. pizza okay but i anyway, do my I dough toss What's up? I do my. I'm trying I, to guess what the words oh, are. I know. I should play it for you. Toss this and something. I do what my. What do you mean? I've, 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 I do toss. my hand toss. Oh, that's that song. Somebody was who was telling me about I that the other day. They like know the toss. person that did that song or something. I don't know. That's crazy. Um. All right. Let's get into another confession here. This one is from Danielle Campbell, former guest, Easton, Maryland, part of the uh, Graveyard Goons. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're I've never actually formally met her. Great episode, but by I know the way, guys. RJ check yeah, out. I love yeah. that yeah. whole. Yeah, she's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I laugh uh, at those all the time. By okay, you guys will have to help me with this. Binaural, by binaural by, beats, by Mora beat meditation. By Mara beat, meditation. that's me. Binaural, yeah. binaural beat meditation. It is an interesting way of meditating because I personally don't really enjoy guided meditations, and sometimes it is mm. really difficult to meditate in silence, especially if you have roommates. And I think this mm. method plays off of that a bit. The sounds definitely evoke certain feelings while you are listening, and it is a good way to have your feel your feelings, in quotes, which I basically have difficulty with. It helps to basically dive deeper into yourself. At least that is what my interpretation of it is. Mm. I love everything on here so far. I'm like, Me too. I literally it's use that for so my nephew when I'm trying to get him to go to bed. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. You have different um, sounds depending on the register of, like, uh, which, which chords you're using or... Uh, you're activating different chakras or, mm. or colors, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so something really bassy is going to hit your root more than something uh, upper register, and you're going to feel it more in your ear. In Where's your root? Your ears. root so, yeah. Uh, oh, down. Like your perineum. Oh. <laughs> All right. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Where, where Downstairs. Where everything meets the earth. It's also your feet when you're not sitting. Oh, so it's whatever's touching. It's the tires, basically. Yeah. Where you're grounded. touching the road. Exactly. Grounded okay. energy. Okay. So that's responsible for our feeling safe, belonging, um, like food is involved in it, sex, just feeling here. I belong in the earth. I'm one with it. Cool. Next up, it. you want to say something? You were getting No, ready. no, no. I was just, I was just thinking about it. I yeah, what do you associate more. with your root? When you said down here, I was thinking like, oh, my dick is my root. Exactly. Right? Well, Sweet. no, I, but, sac- <laughs> but sacral is the sex one. Sacral is sex and creativity. Right. Yeah, but... They're it, together? You don't get well, that. Well, sex, no, you're creating... Well, that's the next one up. Sex is the ultimate form of creation, bro. 
That's very true. In reality, it's nature's creativity. That is very true. <laughs> so that's the next one. If yeah. you don't belong, you're not going to fuck anybody. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. Okay. And if you're not listening to bassy music, you're definitely not going <laughs> to yep. fuck anybody. That's exactly. why I always put that's on Count Basie whenever. If you're listening to trebly ass music, dude. <laughs> what is this? AM radio? Get the fuck yeah. out of my car. You need car. to put those binaural beats on that are going to vibrate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Your body. Uh-huh. exactly. Uh, then is um, sacral creativity. Yellow is what I do my show with. We interview a yellow object, and by having a ch- Guests with me interview their yellow object. They project. Well, you have a show too. It. Yeah. Oh my goodness! When do you sleep, Mara? <laughs> um, they project onto it. They're unconscious. Um, so I get to learn even more about them rather than interviewing them themselves. I get them to interview with me this object. Okay, so that's yellow. That's about will to live, drive, confidence, green heart chakra. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. Gr- mm-hmm. yellow willpower. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a yellow room so badly because I, I, I was emo as hell as a kid. And I just like, if you were just confident and had the will to live, <laughs> right? But then you could live from the heart. And right. um, I, it's interesting. So she's just, what she's doing is describing all the heart chakra, or I'm sorry, all the chakras in the body, their energy centers. Uh-huh. Um, the only reason I say that is because I feel like we've been talking the same language since we sat on the couch, <laughs> but lovely. not everybody out there knows what it is. So it's right. like, um, it is an Eastern uh, perspective. Chakra means of, wheel, spinning mm-hmm. wheel. Really? Um, I didn't know that. So it's like a vortex of energy or like uh, a gate through which energy can pass. And if it's blocked, it can't get to the next one. Like you see a kink in a hose. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It starts somewhere and then it goes to the other one, but right. only if, you know, and the alignment of all these things varies day to day, person to person. I mean, I'm not completely aligned all the time. I mean, my heart's kind I of am. heavy at this time. But if you can, if no, you no, can, no. like, on, if you have all of your chakras, there's seven chakras, uh-huh. seven energy points in our body. Mm-hmm. Right. If you can stimulate each one of those and yeah. if you keep all of them healthy through different things like nutrition and proper sleep and all the things you're supposed to do sure. to keep Singing. your vessel well, yeah, then you can basically uh, have them all aligned so okay. that this can happen. But we have, our heart is the most important one. I always get my heart it's blocked. The center. It is the center of the seven. Right. And it also connects the lower half and the, yeah. the upper half. There and is lower something half. like when, when I'm like meditating or trying to relax or whatever and get in that, that mode, it does seem like it starts with the heart. Like it's, there's something about like the tightness of the heart that kind of like keeps it. And it's weird because I kind of feel like I'm dying. Like when I when I open that up is... my heart, my chest, wow. like I, I kind of feel like, oh my god, I'm gonna have, like have a heart attack. Yeah, or most something. do. But that's like the alignment. <laughs> Sometimes you can shock your body if you align all your chakras. Mm. We have an electromagnetic field around us, right? And it actually starts with our heart. Our heart has 500 times the electromagnetic that's field. That's why in our we brain. put an AED there. Yeah, that's why? we have our own electric. We put an AED right over our heart. That's uh, what you're dead okay. clinically, but I can right. get you back to life by pumping, uh, making your heart a battery and charging Kick it start again. my heart. Yeah. yeah we yeah. have our own natural ticker inside of our heart that like ticks all the time. Yeah. But there's like, yeah, it's like a chemical, electric, chemical, like our entire body is just a whole series of chemical and electrical right. uh, signals. Right. right. But yeah, having that clear is like really one of the most important parts though. But it's interesting that binaural beats, um, it reminds me, so your brain waves are active, when they're active, you're at alpha level. Um, and, and you can go down, when you start to fall asleep, they go from alpha, beta, theta, theta. gamma. Mm-hmm. Well, theta is when you're dreaming. Right. And so these binaural beats, if you put on a binaural theta level, mm-hmm. that is what I put on when I'm trying to get a kid to go so, to sleep. Right. Or a but guided meditation also, mode. Mm-hmm. But you can also achieve realm. that in the tank, in yeah. the deprivation tank, which I thought you would. Yeah, <laughs> but I can't drive a tank, so. Why? I'm just kidding. Like, a, like an army tank? That's a joke no. there. Oh. <laughs> um, what is beta music? Like Jason Mraz? Or- <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> the we beta male music. <laughs> beta music. <laughs> I'm just here to make all these conversations significantly dumber. Yeah, that's what Jimmy and I do. It's, it's very clearly like a line. It's going to get even simpler because, uh, like, uh, talking about the heart, talking about binaural beats, it reminds of meditating with that is like meditating with mantra. Like, you can set an intention, like, activate a different chakra with this or beta or just, um, you know, whatever it is on YouTube because you categorize them different ways. Right. Uh, it, 
you get that vibration going through you. So you're starting the current, you're getting vital, and then you're getting into the heart like a mantra would. You, you typically want to meditate on the heart when you're in mantra, because think of what's activated when you're talking. I could be, it's like chest, that's where it resonates, but it you feel it a lot in your heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And it's the center, and that's right. like totally a good idea. So, so is proud it, of what's that? Who, whoever it was that sent the confession. Who? Um, uh, that was Danielle. Danielle. Danielle Campbell Danielle. of the Danielle. Graveyard Goons. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad for your work, Danielle. Thank you. I would like be really interested because I've only really tried the binaural beats that are the theta wave, uh, uh-huh. but I'd be interested for Danielle or whoever else. Um, who tries them, like what the different ones are and how they affect it. I love that she said, I guess I've never done it where I've just like laid there and tried to purposely meditate because I typically do it to fall asleep. But if I sat there and actually purposely was meditating during them, it would be interesting to see what things did come up because that's literally what would happen in like for me in a sensory deprivation tank. Uh That to me is like the ultimate um, environment. That's why they create them is Mm. that's the ultimate environment for that i kind of um, want to do one you really anybody it's so should trippy. it's so safe what do you do one? so badly i don't ask uh izzy wait you said I just, what can you? i just fill up an old coffin with water yeah i would love to see mike t- do a whole take on the holistic thing where it's like yeah stuff me no. in a guitar case <laughs> <laughs> just, no it's like uh yeah so it's a uh, i don't know what it's made out of but it's basically a, t- a tank it's taller and wider than a, a body but not by much so right. that you can kind of that sounds kind of scary i think i would some like some people are like with water like dark water scares me i think i what would about start fear seeing fear dark scares you get so. in. huh what about fear scares you what about fear scares Scares me, mm-hmm. sharks. Oh yeah, he your frontal lobe trying really to protect you. Acknowledge it, loving awareness. But like, if fear is an expensive habit, Michael. Mm-hmm. That's oh. very true. <laughs> you should be his therapist. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm needs not to be. going to be any therapist <laughs> for anyone. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Especially when I'm not paid for it, and I wouldn't ask you for money. So well, there. Unfortunately, that's what you're doing right now for me. So sorry. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What she's saying is, you need to hug a shark. Hug a shark. Yeah. yeah. No, but the water. Sure, that's a great fucking. But the water in the tank is it's. Cl- I mean, it's clear. It's just Epsom salt in there. I know, but it still um, scares me. I have a weird thing with water. In, you're allowed to. It doesn't close, matter. But you can leave the door open if you really want it. I can't get in the hot. T- I like it in the hot tub, but I, I'll start thinking about sharks. Like, uh, I can't like close my eyes or anything. See, you need psychedelic mushrooms to purge all of that yeah. out because she's talking like the inner child. You were somehow. What was your first run in with sharks? Jaws three. Okay, so oh, your fear is wholly extreme and imaginary, and it, it was it's until totally that SeaWorld incident with that whale, totally, and then it came real. Were you there? Totally at sea what about to the, feel what that about way the, though? Because Jaws scares me. I get scared whenever I swim in the ocean. I know. But I'm I like, can, my legs can't dangle. The ocean's magical, and it's a good place Look, to die. I can I can walk in the ocean because your feet can touch. But I can't like jump Not into always. a lake or a pool. Well, yeah, but you can pretty much control how far out you go. And but I, if I jump into water where my f- legs are dangling, even if it's a pool, all I think about is. <sighs> I'm not gonna wow. lie. Yeah, when I'm su- swimming in a open body of water yeah. with like like for instance, um, I, I took a little motorboat out. Great, and if any guys are listening, great date idea. Lock Raven Reservoir. You can rent a little motorboat for like thirty dollars for the whole day. Wow! Girls don't even know how to handle themselves. Sure. What Take the boat out. What color is that water, though? It's it's uh, brackish mm-hmm. color. Mm, sounds beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I'm really romantic. The boat. Actually, Doesn't I think it's fresh water. Like <laughs> I think it's, it's fresh right water. Because really uh, it's the gum now. right by the it two is. waste it's treatment. Water. It's the gunpowder river. It's just dammed up. All right. Uh, but to, I was out there and I like was trying to move the boat, but I forgot that the anchor was down the whole time. So, like, I was, like, running the motor for a long time. And then for whatever reason, I got in the water. Got in the water, and it's, like, got to be, like, what? At the deepest part, it probably gets to, like, 60 feet, 20 feet. I have no and idea. And it's, it's but, deep. It right. gets deep because yeah. it was a giant valley that just dammed up. Right, right. Yeah, and, and there's, uh, like, crap down there. Right? Yeah, there's, That's like, a whole town. Scarier. There's a whole town. There's like Warren, Maryland. They dam it up. and when the skeletons, like, coming out of oh, windows. I'm and stuff. Huh? I'm familiar. Like, Warren Road? <laughs> 
Warren. So there was a town called Warren, Maryland, which Warren Road leads to uh-huh. or yeah. runs through. Yeah. And the Gunpowder River ran through there. And in the right. 40s, they just dammed up the gunpowder and flooded that whole town. So when it gets when there's a drought mm-hmm. and the water gets low enough, you can actually see like the top of the church steeple. That's so like there's creepy. a whole town under there. And that's why you're not that. supposed to swim in there yeah. because there's trees on it. There's full grown trees at the bottom of that. And people get tangled wow. up. And that's ah, why you come up. That's you dive terrifying. in off the cliffs or something like that, that. And you get caught up in a branch. Wait, Beaver Dam? No, Lock Raven no, Reservoir. No, that's similar. And you can't see in that water. You can't see. Yeah, you can't terrifying. see, and people go swimming, and, you and they guys don't want know me to why. Get in the tank full of this stuff. And there's, yeah, there's <laughs> fishing cool. lines tangled on trees at the bottom, and people get caught, and that's why so many people die there. At least one person or two people die every year. Jimmy, wow. you're making this worse. He's I know. Never what gonna what get is your point here? Like, My point is, is don't fucking listen to them, Mike. Don't ever <laughs> try to address your fears. Why are you guys trying because to get tangled up legitimate skeleton church? Stop asking you to lay in It's your prefrontal, your frontal cortex trying to protect. You, yes, that's why I don't know. I think my main point was <laughs> when I got in the water and my feet couldn't touch the bottom, and yeah. I was, I was like, I know there's no alligators in here, right. probably. It's, it's a, but, but it's, it's, a, it's not a logical thing, it's just like, but, it's but you know for sure that there is not an alligator, there could be an alligator, yes, there could so be at least ta- be a big ass cat if it's brackish water, it could be a shark, too. To just be there. But the sensory deprivation tank, you are when you step in it, you can feel the bottom. It's less than a foot. I know, but I still think you just like laying in the dark in water is going to like. Well, if you don't <laughs> regularly meditate, then you wouldn't want to go in because you're yeah. going inside. So what the sensory Can I do a non-wet one? That's the entire point is that you feel like you're in a womb or floating in outer space. I promise you. It is so yeah, nice and warm. Last I saw, there was comforting. no oceans in outer space. True. I'm just saying yeah. like, okay, um, the, the whole point is, is to an shut entire the door. frozen ocean. Really? Um, yeah. Mo- no, it's not the moon. Yeah, so. they had Mari. It, it, like, okay, there. Oh, yeah, the Mario. There are like craters where Super Mario water used to be, <laughs> but like it dried up and then froze. Yeah. And, like, was a frozen ocean. Well, yeah, until whatever it was ran into Earth and then it became smaller. Mm-hmm. Well. Well, it, Neptune. It is frozen still. Yeah. There, there's water, there's on water the moon, there. There's water there. A Neptune? I know ne- there's moons. No, there's out water there on the moon. Water. There's water. There's not. There's frozen water. But yeah. there's like really? ice on the moon. Really? Yeah. 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 I, my dad works. For, I can't cold say out. that. My dad though. lives on the moon. My dad works for NASA. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he in the UFO department? But is like Neptune. Neptune is just like what? A, <laughs> Neptune is like a giant ocean, right? And that's why they call Neptune. Neptune was the god of the sea. The whole planet. I know it's blue. Is the whole planet is just a giant ocean? Is I it? think I'm pretty sure. I I don't. Neptune's really I, windy. Isn't it one of the gas giants? I don't know. Which I feel no, like that shouldn't even count as a planet if it's just a bunch of gas. Nah, Saturn, like Jupiter. Uh, yeah, but it probably has like a solid no. Jupiter, core. Jupiter is. Uh, don't you name your Jupiter farts? have like a solid core though? <laughs> huh. Like I don't I, think so. I, I think all know. those big planets are just balls of gas, and I'm like, how how nah, do you nah, get nah, to nah, be nah, a planet? Nah. Jupiter is not a ball of gas. But there is one that is. Jupiter a, is gas, Jupiter is. but I think there's a solid core. I could be wrong. I have to look it up. It looks Chewy, crunchy like core. It, Venus is definitely all gas. That is a greenhouse. Yeah, the greenhouse effect. Why do those get to be planets? Yeah, and Pluto got kicked out. Right. Pluto no, was how are you going to kick out Pluto? Sad about Pluto not being around anywhere. I mean, Pluto is still considered in astrology. They still follow it and look at the aspects of it. So why? Right. I don't know. It just goes to show, know. don't take everything with a grain of salt in school. Because I spent my entire first half of my life being told Pluto is a planet. Right. And then when you get older, people go, no, you idiot. Pluto's not a planet. Just like what you spend was. your entire first half of your life being told Christopher Columbus exactly. discovered America. I was about America, to make that same point. And then you get to high school and some woke chick goes... <laughs> <laughs> Not really, though. Well, it doesn't like, exactly well, follow the the solar system's pattern and orbit. It's kind of rogue. That's why it's not considered a planet. It goes in an it, egg shape, right? I don't know the specifics. I've forgotten them. Or one of an them does. Shape. But it always comes well, back. Yeah. We all yeah, no, no. orbit on an ellipse, I think. <laughs> that would be cool if it was like an egg shape. Yeah, even the Earth isn't no, a seriously, perfect okay, one, so of them, one of them planets, goes in like an oval shape. Gaseous planets well, like Jupiter and Saturn. For those listening. Jupiter and Saturn. Okay. And then we're looking up how elliptical orbits, are they all? They're all elliptical, I'm pretty sure. Nobody nobody goes around in a perfect circle. Well, but one of them is like way not a circle. Yeah, well, that's what they say about like Mercury and retrograde. No, I'm telling no, you, like, Mercury like and retrograde has Uranus, they, they don't even know where to put it in the planet line because it, it like goes... 
in an oval yeah. and like sometimes it's further than Venus oh. and sometimes it's not. All orbits are Mercury elliptical. retrograde is basically like, okay, so you know when you pull up to a stoplight and there's two cars right. and then one starts moving, it has the it illusion like of going backward. Yeah. yeah. So when it That's when Mercury retrograde. appears to be, but Mercury's not the only planet that goes retrograde. Isn't what, that what cause, is what causes it to appear backwards. to go the other way though? Wait, yeah. what? what causes Mercury to appear because to go the other way? Because the slowing. So if it goes, if it seemingly goes slower than another one speeding past right. Right. Then it looks Isn't like that it's everything going backwards? Like, can't yeah. you say? Couldn't you say that the Earth, the Sun, revolves around the Earth from the perspective of the Earth? Because isn't everything just that is like, how humans the, develop the geocentric theory of how is the solar how is system. that less accurate than the Earth revolves around the Sun? Isn't it just a matter of perspective? Well, wait, say that. Uh, Are you trying to say that the Earth of, is flat? The, the more objective perspective, like, is that the Earth goes around the sun, not the other way around. The Earth but why? just stays there because the Earth is pretty. But, just, but why just can't you say that there? the Earth stays there and everything in the universe revolves around the Earth? I, mean, I guess you could. have to see dark universe right. at the. You technically could. National yeah, Air and Space Museum in the uh, planetarium. It's the Albert Einstein Planetarium. There is this awesome 20-minute film, well, in the planetarium, right. um, commentary by Neil deGrasse Tyson. It will blow your mind, yeah. and it has to do with this. And I'm not even going to start to get into the details of it, but let's just say truly from that perspective, when you see And it has all of these glimpses from the actual footage from the uh, Hubble telescope, Basically, it's saying that like wherever you are in the universe, you are in the center of a universe. Right? Yeah, exactly. But it goes which is on why the whole universe revolves around me. Exactly. And I mean that literally. It kind of does. Really? It you does. Know? You like, what other perspective the, do I have but myself? Your free will. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why I think all this is just in my head, including <clears throat> all you guys. I believe that too. I've always thought I was in your head as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day to, for everyone to be like, "All right, Mike, all right. we're we can tell you now." Yeah, it's uh, like the Truman. I am a figment yeah, of your imagination. Of. I always thought that. I was always like, "Hmm." Is is there any reason to not think that more than the other way around? When it comes to all of this stuff, it really feels like it because you can truly manifest things. Yeah. And if it feels like it makes it. more That's sense to do every blockages. like the Buddhist the Buddhist thing is like everything is in relation to your suffering, right? That's the only thing that exists. Mm -hmm. And if you measure everything from that, then I feel like that makes a lot more I'd sense. Say that it's the only thing exists. They just the first principle is, is that is it does exist. Life is suffering. I kind of think includes, it's a concrete statement, right? It there. includes yeah. suffering. Yeah. That's not all that is there. Well, in a way, couldn't you kind of say that it is? Like, that's all, you're, you're either, like, suffering or not suffering. I thought the Buddhist, the Buddhist, Buddhist uh, from, my from my understanding, is that, is that you, these, these temporary pleasures you get from, like, when right. you're hungry and you satisfy that by eating, or when you're horny and you satisfy that by fucking, or whatever it is right. that you're, you're, the desire that you have and the earthly desire that you have, and you satisfy that, but it's always temporary. You're never, you're, you're right, never going right. to eat so right. much Until food you, that you're never going to be hungry again. Yeah, Until never, you satisfy your spirit. Exactly. Like, so right. they say life be is... Be in the now. That pursuit is, yeah. So the right. only true enlightenment is a spiritual, you know... Right. Yeah, which is true. But, I believe that 100%. But they also sure. say the middle way. Like, you shouldn't completely starve yourself of all that stuff. You should just moderate Because that would also make it. you angry yeah. and resentful of the people mm -hmm. that do have right. things. But then there's cynical. Yeah. There is fasting. I mean, if you, you spiritually fast, then you're depriving your senses so that you can feed your spirit. Well, mm -hmm. you're also healing on a cellular level, giving your body a break from food. We're not designed to be eating all the time. Like eight hour breaks between meals is mm -hmm. really helpful. Well, I didn't really? mean, like, should I be doing that? Because now there's fasting. I get, I get uh, irritable, though. I don't want to be mean to anybody. But there's <laughs> a difference between intermittent fasting that people do for diets and spiritual fasting, uh -huh. which people mm -hmm. do for Days. to literally feed your spirit. What is spiritual? Spiritual fasting. So it's literally like uh, restricting. Well, every one. religion has different things, okay. or some non-religious people, you know, might do it for other purposes. But um, if you are like not feeding your your, it doesn't mean that you have to not eat. You know, right. there's Ramadan, which is like they do not eat all day until yeah. sundown. Um, my church does what's called the Daniel fast, which like Daniel in the Bible basically was like, okay, we're, you know, only water and vegetables, essentially no uh -huh. meats and cheeses and alcohols and things like that. Right. So you're just like feeding and for 21 days. 
Um, when you do days, that, twenty-one days use vegetables and water. Basically, I feel yeah. like that's doable. I feel like that's it's one I hard. Can do. <laughs> and yeah. during that time, when you would naturally just go to snack right. on something or whatever, yeah. I actually just gave up for the month of January. Instead of doing the Daniel fast again, I actually gave up Facebook. That's something that yeah. was disrupting me. They do from mention that in the Bible a, too. I think. I yeah, <laughs> the Bible says, yeah. "Thou shall not go." They're, they're on like, "Look, this, is, this doesn't make a lot of sense now, but trust me, in two thousand years." Trust me. I did a Bible fast where I just gave up reading the Bible. (laughs) 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 So, um, your name again? Jimmy. Jimmy. Yes. Jimmy and I are smoking. Yes. Which is... uh, Quote, unquote, unhealthy. But I have a spiritual relationship with it. It, um, I get to see activity through the ether and like know my relationship with it and feel one with it because I'm inhaling. It's making me conscious of my breath, which is the most therapeutic part of smoking. People say, oh, I need to smoke. There's really saying, oh, I need to return to breath right now. Mm-hmm. Really? That you think it's like it's more the breath than anything? Oh, absolutely. And the nicotine <laughs> also... <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't do anything medicinally for you, but that's what gives you the the craving to have this object rather than just right. your breath. So cigarettes in particular, you think, can be healthy in a, in a moderate way? Uh, the Native Americans have for right. as long as they've been native to America. <laughs> 5,000 years ago when God created <laughs> humans. Yeah. The I guess you have to define yeah. health because it depends on like who right. you're talking to. Yeah. They didn't exactly inhale, though. And they were growing their own tobacco. Right. It wasn't yeah, manufactured. It wasn't white paper. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have any Joe Camel walking around yeah. enticing kids. You're probably too young to remember Joe Camel. I know of Joe Joe Camel. When we were I've kids. I've heard of the Camel. Yeah, they used to make everything <laughs> marketed cartoon. towards children right. to start yeah. smoking. It's terrible. Be like Joe Camel on uh, rollerblades with a you know, Hawaiian shirt on a backward cap being like, Joe Calabunga cool. yeah. cigarettes. <laughs> the I know can- the Marlboro <clears throat> Cowboys sued Marlboro because... Marlboro gave him cancer. Yeah, there was several cowboys over the years, I think, and I think a couple oh, of them got man. cancer. Mm-mm. Marlboro men. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, let's read another confession here. This one yeah. is from Nancy Dublo Brewer, Stockton, Illinois. Guided meditation wow. and breathing exercises have helped me with my anxiety and insomnia issues. Nice. I, lo- I love being in my flower beds when it's nice out. <gasps> Being in the sunshine and in tune with nature also helps. I am not a fiercely dedicated new ager, but I do have crystals and essential oils. If I had had more time, uh, if I had more time and money, I would probably be more vested in it. So uh, plants have this, the highest vibration you can aspire to. It's so angelic being around plants, especially ones that have been well-loved and keeping crystals around. They're just, they, they get that, vibration reinforced and it's nice to have them around the plants as well as you because i don't know you get more in tune with your beingness because plants are so good at being they're not ashamed of anything like would you ask a rosebud to be bashful of a goddamn thing fuck no another thing that i like having around is one of them billy bass that can sing the songs you know (laughs) i feel like that helps with my meditation i'm glad that she brought up crystals because that is one of the things that i've that's one of the things from that world that I'm just I I don't understand. What right. is the I, I well, what think is it? about the energy that's stored in the earth, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, product everything. Of the earth. Yeah. Well, everything has energy. Inanimate objects, inorganic chemistry. So this would be organic chemistry, or like humans, right. plants, animals, and then inorganic chemistry, or like tables and materials and everything. But they still have energy, especially. Mm-hmm. So then, when you think about rocks in the earth. A lot of these rocks or the stones or whatever. Sure. I mean, minerals. Minerals. What do you all need in your body? Yeah. Minerals. Yeah, and you have that in your body. Keep yeah. talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's just it's just stored energy. Just like we were talking about before the podcast, we were talking about time, money, energy. It's all synonymous. It's just you store energy and money. So right. it's a tool or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Stones are just another type of energy. Some people are more tapped into the different minerals and what they do, the thera- therapeutic purposes. Same thing with aromatherapy. So what, right after high school, I did that whole like uh, Eastern philosophy of medicine, and I, I went to school for a couple of years to become a massage therapist. I got into aromatherapy and mm. acupressure and all of that, and then I kind of fell out of it. I went down the conventional medicine route. I did pre-med and uh-huh. 
And then I found myself doing a full circle and coming back and being like, no, I like the alternative therapies and living a holistic lifestyle instead of the mentality of let me beat my body up. Let me beat my mind up. Let me neglect it. And then immediately run and go get help. We shouldn't be living like that. So the more you can integrate things slowly, like, into your life. Yeah, and I like the slow integration. You, that's cool, but do other things no, that do that make sense. it's not that they're not necessarily for me. It's just well, I've never quite, I just, I, I, I get the concept, like the whole like, they have like a resonant frequency and everything does, yeah. which is yeah. which is uh, interesting. But I think uh, it's just a matter <clears throat> of practicing to integrate things into your life. So like with aromatherapy, if you're just like, you know, you, you see people either do it like a once in a while or like all the time. They right. like try to put it in everything and share it with everyone. It's just because they practice for a while to integrate that into their life. Yeah. Of like, okay, lavender helps you to relax sure. and it's therapy. Um, frankincense helps with like anxiety and third eye. Yeah, it calms your th- your frontal mm-hmm. lobe down. That's what third eye is associated. And the, then there's like lemon that helps you invigorate. Get energy. Yeah. yeah. So everything is a different. It stimulates the sense. Like your smell, your olfactory, and your brain is closest linked to memory. Um, yeah, it, that's why I would be like, it smells like my first grade classroom in here or something. Mm-hmm. And then you get an emotion yeah. or something. Right. Yeah. The hypothalamus. Yeah. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. It's um, yeah. The amorphous vibration alters your state of being. They are drugs, just like food is a drug, just like um, craft anything. Is medicine. Craft mac and cheese is crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> food can it's be medicine. It's almost like a drug. Really. Yeah. Well, think of the caduceus. Cracks like a drug. You have, yeah. <laughs> you have the snakes going up the staff. The staff is truth. What stays? Your your the light through mm-hmm. uh, that is within everybody. The constant, but the sure. um, the snakes that go around it, like the kundalini, it's it's She's what changes. About the sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, snakes are unpredictable, and um, you can light different parts of the snake up. Are you, are you smoking snakes now, Mohara? <laughs> She's lighting <laughs> snakes on fire <laughs> in her spares. Uh, I, snakes are really interesting. I don't know. I'm a little but like the plant the thing that you were saying, though, is because it took me forever. I do not have a green thumb. or I think I do now more than ever, but it took a long time for me to uh, understand how to truly care for plants. And mm. But as I've done it, I have a couple... I have a few at home and I have a couple at work that are absolutely thriving. And the longer I do it, it's very therapeutic throughout the day or throughout the week to just kind of stop what I'm doing at my desk uh-huh. uh, or working with people and turn to my plants and just nurture them a little yeah. bit. And I touch them and I talk to them. Not to, like they nurture you too. <laughs> not like I have a whole conversation, but I'm just like, oh, how are you doing? You're looking beautiful. And putting that energy into them and learning how to nurture I'd probably a get plant. in an argument with the plant. <laughs> Would. Why, why didn't you ask how I'm doing? No, I just, I just think it's weird that you... It's a very one-sided relationship, <laughs> right. I feel like. Oh. Yeah. Well, Point. if you're growing something so it will be medicine for you, you're you're, you're nurturing that relationship. Plants are like friends first and yeah. then medicine. Uh-huh. See yeah. what I mean? They're allies. They're right. Not for everybody. Different plants for different people. Because sure. we're, we're all... Depending on how we cooked on the planet at our, at our time of birth, like, get into astrology right now, but... Uh, we we all are bo- each body asks for different things regardless of our genetics. It's really fascinating. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, before we go, w- let me ask you guys this: w- How do you feel about Alan Watts? You guys fans? I like Alan Watts. I love yeah, Alan Watts. He's sexy. Oh my god. Yeah, Alan he's Watts' a- daddy. Why yeah, he's I got. Think, he's I got know some that of name, that going. Put it in mm-hmm. context for me. For some reason, I can't. He's like a. He's like a. He he was really well studied. He was like a philosopher. Like I think a sixty psychedelic yeah. guy. But he was really oh, came and studied got it, got it, got it. Was, in the Zen school. I think right. in New York, got his master's there, and then just began yes. teaching. He was a little punk rock too, a little like, against the grain. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he was very, um, <clears throat> very practical. Like he really put. For me, what he did was he took like these these abstract ideas I'd hear from like Buddhist books mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. and like really put them into kind of scientific terms. He really kind of took mm. Eastern philosophy and just kind of like West, like put it like a Western type of right. Like, yeah, he made it make sense. <laughs> yeah, cool. like unpretentious, you know, just kind of yeah, like cool this is what this actually Matter means. Matter of fact, simple students. The the thing that he really blew my mind with that I always think about is like, what what is me? You know, like why do I decide that my, me ends with my skin? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How come my environment isn't me too? You know, and like, why is it? Why is my brain more me than the rest of my body? 
Mm-hmm. You know? Or like you're made out of so many, or you're not made out of, but you have so much bacteria in and around you mm. that it actually makes up more DNA than your own DNA. And like, the relationship yeah. you have with the beings and uh, right. m- uh, material and immaterial yeah. also influences who you are yeah. and might as well also be you. So that's yeah. why there's this Yeah, it's like namaste. your environment is you just, like you guys have just as much effect on me right now as anything going on in my brain. Well, that's, that's yeah. what, something I found. I, I remember thinking about this because like when you have a dream, <clears throat> like if I had a dream, and let's say I was dreaming that we were on the podcast right now. That's all in my head. But when you have a dream and you're talking to somebody in your dream, that person that's talking to you is you. Right, right. That's your mind yeah, that's channeling why I'm pretty sure you motherfuckers don't exist. Yeah, that's your subconscious. Well, it exists in the fifth dimension. Well, that what I'm trying to say is exactly. like the illusion, I guess the, the illusion of self mm-hmm. is that in your conscious life, your conscious mind perceives yourself as this separate entity from the universe right, the world right, around Right, right, exactly. You. And that's but the all-is-one thing. And that's how he broke yeah. that down in layman's mm-hmm. terms, I think. So, so when you're, But when you're in a dream, your mind is able to trick yourself into you can be talking to other people, you can be walking around in a city, walking around the jungle, and it's all from your own, it's all in your own head. Right. So it's kind of like, it kind of tuned me into like, okay, well, even in waking life, Who's to say that maybe the illusion is that I'm separate exactly. from you guys, or we're all not the same consciousness channeling through different beings? Yeah. Lots of yeah. philosophies say the root of suffering is separateness, or the illusion yeah, exactly. of separateness. Yeah, That's why I feel pain with yeah. other people, I think, is because I think they're like this other entity that's doing a thing, but really they're just a part of me, right? Are we getting like basic psychology. Yeah. You know, there's is no reason to have anxiety or fear else when everybody's... Yeah, just part of, you know... The illusion of self is suffering. When you're mad at someone else, that's like basic psychology is like when you're mad or you don't like something about what someone else is doing, that's just you projecting onto them what you don't like about yourself. Well, for me, I've taken even a step further. Like they are just a part of yourself, you know? Like if somebody is is mean to me, my ego wants to like other them so I can have Mm -hmm. a resentment and feel superior. And be okay with that, yeah. But in real life, it's just another part of me, just like uh, the weather and, you know, it's just like another thing. But there's no way to transcend the ego. The ego is required for a human experience. Sure. We are apertures to which the universe is experiencing itself and growing in deeper understanding. That's what I... Alan Watts principle. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, and it was actually yeah, the used ego could for be good. survival. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things in our mm-hmm. brain, uh, whether you want to look at the, I, I love the evolution of the human mind because uh, you, humans have evolved, but you could even think of that as like from childhood to adulthood, whatever it is, like whether it's passed on from our ancestors or it's passed on or something like a childhood trauma, whatever it is, like our monkey. brain is so resilient. And what it does is like, when you're in a trauma or what whatever happened before, uh-huh. your brain is basically like it has a habitual loop that goes into your subconscious that's helping you survive. So it was a survival mechanism that you picked up mm. a long time ago. But then you get older and more like self-aware and conscious of ego and all these different parts. You get to finally look inside and choose. And that's where you would come in with like yeah. meditation and, right. and therapy. Do I want to put this yeah. pattern on loop again? Well, yeah. I, I, I think need that's... to pull it out of my subconscious, be aware of it, break uh-huh. that. And then move forward yeah. so that it's not hurting you. Yeah. That's why in yoga you. to have a human body and this sort right. this brand of consciousness is an honor because you get to put a put a the gabash on your samsara. Kabosh. I messed that word up the other day. <laughs> whatever. <too. Kabish. laughs> All words are made Kabosh. up. I said Oshkosh. <laughs> put the Oshkosh <laughs> on that one. So I was like, dude, put the, put the ostrich on that. Kabosh, bro. <laughs> Jesus. You weren't like getting in a fight or something where you because you looked really wimpy there. Like, I'm oh, sorry. Guess, <laughs> sorry, yeah. I, I um, instantly lost the argument. <laughs> but what you guys are beautiful. saying, like, that reminds me of just kind of the middle way of like, it's okay to acknowledge your ego. You don't have to starve it to death. It can do wonderful things, but you just don't take it too far. Yeah, like you got to keep it in Balance check. it, yeah. For yeah. sure. All right, guys. Well, this has been a really awesome episode. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having You guys should come us. back sometime. Thanks for having me. Um, thank you, Jimmy. I'm uh, giving a thumbs up now, guys. I do a lot of inaudible... <laughs> Right. And just a quick plug for myself. If you're around on Saturday, come see me headline at the Auto Bar upstairs, the second Saturday shit show. Anybody else have anything they want to plug? Oh, we have a show coming up. We have up. a show next weekend, the 15th. Yeah. At Shamrock. Shamrock. So, I, yeah, cool. So, your the second loss. Saturday shit you. shows is second Saturday every month. That's February 8th this month. Yes. At the Auto Bar. Yeah. And then the 15th, you guys are yeah. the loss. It's, it's not my show. It's Mike Quinlan's show, but yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just headlining this time. Headliner. Yeah, cool. and then the loss. 
We have a few shows coming up in March too, but yeah. we'll plug that later. What about you? Do you have any music things coming up? Um, uh, I've just been working on things I'll put on the internet. I don't really perform right now because I'm in school and mm-hmm. it's just uh, a lot to coordinate. Right. But uh, you can check me out on the internet, Mara Maryland. I'm putting out more and more uh, stuff. Uh, also on Instagram, Mara K Pierce. That's my business profile. Yeah, follow this lady on no, Instagram. No memes on that one. But I mean, if oh, that's oh, <laughs> I need some inspirational quotes. You Where's that one? You want the shit post <laughs> nonsense? That's Bow Wow House. Yeah, Bow which is wow a great house. name. Because okay. no, uh, like, sick is a downward dog, that kind of thing. Oh, bad, yeah. bad to the humorous. So you need to be like the Zen comedian too. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm I made it my mission in life to bring Eastern medicine to rock and roll. And what? Yeah, can, yeah. And Ooh, comedy, right comedy is Disney very rock and roll. It's DIY in Baltimore. So I'm the hip hop hippie. Exactly. You're the you're the rock chick hippie. <laughs> Hip, hippie. The Barefoot hippie, Doctor. The Barefoot Doctor of rock. <laughs> oh, that, that's that hot. Sum, does that summarize it? Yeah. Yeah, I love cool. it. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I need some of those memes. Definitely, if you guys would like to love to talk and connect, I'd yeah. love to bounce some ideas back and forth with you. If you didn't get a chance to say something uh, or make a confession uh, on the show, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, all right. Well, 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 thank well, you cool. so much, everybody. This is a great Thanks, episode. Mike. Thank you. And we will see you next time on The Confessional. Um. Um. <laughs>